Hello, my name is Mark Taylor and welcome to the Education on Fire podcast. The place for creative and inspiring learning from around the world. Listen to teachers, parents and mentors share how they are supporting children to live their best authentic life and are proving to be a guiding light to us all. Hello, welcome back to the Education on Fire podcast. Thank you so much for choosing to be with us today. If you'd like to download some free resources based on some of the amazing things we cover here on the podcast, just visit our website, educationonfire.com, put in your email and we can send them directly to you. And today I'm chatting to Mark White and he's the founder of Your Town Community. Now, Your Town launched a campaign called We Are Next, a national campaign to get the next generation moving and more connected with health, fitness and their community. Knowing that teachers and parents alike face challenges every day educating and raising the next generation to be healthy, happy and valuable members of their local community, they provide free resources to use in primary schools or at home and they hope this will encourage children to think about where they're from, their local town and its importance. Just before we have this wonderful conversation with Mark, here's a quick thank you to our sponsor. I'd like to thank the National Association for Primary Education for their continued support and sponsorship of the Education on Fire podcast. In March, they have a brand new conference which is online called Towards the Balanced and Broadly Based Curriculum. Now, the impact of the coronavirus pandemic on children's education may be perceived as a justification for narrowing the curriculum at the expense of the arts and the humanities. But this conference will explore the case for preserving young children's entitlement to as rich and diverse a curriculum as possible. Dr. Yude's keynote lecture will set the scene, highlighting some key issues and considering some lessons to be learnt from the period of lockdown. The subsequent presentations will focus on classroom practice, providing a spotlight on innovations which have been implemented in school and offering guidance for the future. Now, to find out more about this conference, please go to nape.org.uk forward slash conference. That's nape.org.uk forward slash conference. Hi, Mark. Thank you very much for joining us here on the Education on Fire podcast. Hi, afternoon. Great to be here. Thanks very much for inviting me. So tell us about your town and and where it developed from and and where your interest in that lies. Okay, well, uh, a lot's happened. Um, Yeah, so your town was born in in, in my hometown of uh, Hoddesdon over in Hertfordshire, a great little town, uh, in my opinion. And... um, we were born via an event, a running event called Give Your Town a Runaround. And um, back in April 2014, uh, just by chance, I, I found myself uh, at a breakfast morning networking event. And uh, it was the economic development strategy for the borough in which I love it, uh, I live in, uh, the borough of Broxbourne. And, and they were talking about town centre vibrancy, community engagement, development, obesity in, in young people in particular. And uh, yeah, hearing this, I was just inspired to chat to a few people afterwards about an idea that I had, which was give you a turn of runaround, which kind of, um, yeah, in, in, in a roundabout way, was uh, a model which I created in between my years to play a part in, in that conversation. Uh, I was a father as well of two young girls back then. They were, what were they then? Oh dear, five, six, seven, give or take. So yeah, it's you know it's something I related to and um, and definitely uh, yeah something I was very interested in progressing with. So and then just as the that event happened in the September, so pretty quick turnaround, very new space for me, you know. But I was very eager to to jump right in and, and make it make things happen. Uh, and just with the interest 
what kind of gravitated towards us very quickly, you know, with the subject matter of everything I just mentioned. Um, your town was born, you know, it just gave us maybe uh, uh, an opportunity to expand, you know, give your town a run around is quite related to running, you know, because it says so in the title, where your town gave us like an umbrella feel of, okay, let's let's see what else we can kind of create within within the meaning of what we're trying to create. And uh, so, yeah, a few years old now, done a lot in the meantime. And, uh, but yeah, very happy with, with what's happened. Great. And so give us a bit of a background in terms of, of your life, in terms you said it was sort of slightly out of what you were used to doing. So what's your background and, and how did that sort of help you or, or support you in, in creating it? Yeah, well, um, yes, yeah, so the, the, the background was definitely, uh, yeah, no way kind of involved in community initiatives or, you know, any, anything of that nature, uh, albeit, you know, alongside uh, my life, I suppose, like my day-to-day, which was in a, in a sales environment, you know, which wasn't that inspiring, um, an environment which I enjoyed, and you know, I enjoyed where I worked and who I worked with, and uh, so, yeah, I was very grateful for what I was getting up to, but, you know, I always kind of knew, uh, definitely towards the latter stages of, of my career, that I wasn't born to do what I was doing. You know, there was something a little bit more meaningful, maybe, that I was after. Um, and that kind of, alongside becoming a dad and uh, having a couple of daughters, etc., you know, just reaffirmed that. So, yeah, you know, when when I had this chance meeting, uh, you know, through this through this event that I, I mentioned at the start, it just, without even realising it, that was my gateway. You know, that was my opportunity to 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 really explore and follow my curiosity and uh you know within you know a, a different a different place completely um but taking some of what i had learned previously into into these new ways and uh and yeah just see, seeing where it took me really i mean i can certainly relate to the fact of you know having children moving in well from my from my own experience it was moving into a new community mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and and just seeing what was around and sort of seeing the bigger picture and um it just kind of it gives you a sense of of wanting to support what's already there but also sort of bring your personality to the the party as it were isn't it and you can 100%. sort of you yeah. know like, like say once you've got children as well within the school network and and all the clubs that the kids often get involved in you you, call, you can see all the other parents that are wanting the same sort of thing yeah and it's exactly that there's i mean i use the term maybe uh just feels right like there's a natural maturity that goes on you know uh, i felt more responsible um but also yeah i could just relate in different ways you know uh my attention was just in different places, as you mentioned, just to kind of becoming a dad and the things you get up to and the things you listen to and your life experiences now are just different, you know, sounds like a pretty obvious statement. And uh, although you can read up on a couple of bits or speak to others, you know, that have gone there and been there and done it, whether it be family or friends that have kind of already, you know, become parents, nothing quite kind of, uh, yeah, lets you believe what what is going to happen for you. You know, it's all very unique in that sense. So, so yeah, relating in different ways, and also you know that responsibility piece. Just internally, I just felt like, okay, how can I show up? Um, as definitely as my girls were getting older, you know, definitely venturing into primary school years, um, and with all the attention on their well-being, and and I was seeing firsthand what they were 
you know, witnessing and, and going through even at young ages, like five, six, seven, you know, and how tuned in they were and kind of the frequency they were on with how they were influenced and all that stuff just, like, wow, just very overwhelming. So it's like, okay, like, yeah, this is, this is something I need to manage just for myself as a, as a parent, you know, I don't want it to become too overwhelming where I panic, you know, <laughs> too, too much, which is easily done and no one really knows what they're doing until they're, they're doing it, you know, so kind of thinking on your feet type of scenario. So yeah, with all of this coming at me, plus the day-to-day of trying to look after these two little lovely ladies, uh, plus, you know, my wife obviously involved, I say obviously, uh, it's not always the case, but yeah, me and my wife, uh, you know, knee-deep in uh, parenthood now. Um, so yeah, yeah, great stuff. I mean, it does really always bring a whole new meaning to the world learning on the job, doesn't it? I think yeah, being it does. a parent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, sort of remember sort of bringing the kids home from the hospital. It's that kind of, okay, and what, oh. <laughs> what do we do now? You know, where oh. do we start? You know, where's the where's the manual? Where's the person coming through the door to show us what to do? Yeah, I can remember that, especially with my first daughter in particular. I was young. I settled down quite young. I was early 20s, 21, 22. And uh, yeah, when Sienna was born, 2005, just, I can only kind of just, you know, share it as like a fear feeling you know for a good two or three weeks just feeling quite nauseous um sounds quite dramatic you know because it's a beautiful experience uh, but yeah just this sense of oh something big's just happened you know and it sounds good <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah then you know sienna drops into the world um not literally and uh, and yeah you just kind of you just know that that's there's something going on here you know so just look after yourself yeah and, and i love that that sense of of family and community i I think it it goes hand in hand like we said and i think for all those reasons we've we've chatted about before so take us into exactly the sorts of things that you do um through our town in terms of i know you've got resources for key stage two and and actually stuff within schools but it sounds also like you you know it didn't start with that as its main focus it's it's that kind of being able to use other aspects as well so take us through the different things that you produce and the sorts of things you're involved in yeah, you know, and, and your town stories, you know, very much been around uh, just kind of creating as we as we went, you know, where, as I alluded to, I was getting invited uh, literally across the country from anywhere from Westminster to, to other kind of universities, colleges, to corporates and, and other kind of small, medium-sized businesses, you know, real across the board um, about this yeah, big conversation that I was found myself involved in, you know, around, you know, community initiatives and, and how kind of wider communities engage with each other, you know, that kind of ever-changing conversation around the high street and kind of how we use it and don't use it, you know, and, and the obesity in young children and kind of the inactivity going on and kind of, you know, the, the growing panic, uh, I suppose, around social media and how young now that these kids were getting involved in that. So yeah, all of a sudden it was just like, wow, you know, um, how can your town, you know, we knew that just through my now evidence, you know, some of the ideas that I had and, and our kind of willingness to show up and take part and create opportunities and spaces that, you know, we could definitely bring some value to this, you know, and um, and also what was really important to me, you know, as your town was progressing is really building like something tangible and relatable. You know, we've got all these brands out here. Uh, some are better than others. Some have got agendas. Some haven't so much. And, you know, what I mean by agendas is like they create this full sense of security around building communities and using that word as a bit of a, a bit of a hook when essentially they just want to sell you something 
you know, which I understand and I get, and it's just a transaction of the world. But with your town, I really wanted something, you know, that was really local, really hyper local. That you know, and and if we could play our part in the early years, you know, i.e. primary schools, and then they could maybe grow up, you know, just hearing about your town because we had different offerings, and they could just feel part of it. And no matter if you were eight, eighteen, twenty-eight, you know, it's just maybe one of them. One of them things in life where you think, okay, yeah, I remember your town, or I remember when they come into my school, or I remember when I'd done an event with them, etc. So that's how it's kind of uh, evolved, really. And, and the primary school uh, work was yeah, hearing about inactivity, hearing about now my girls, with kind of who they were influenced by, and these brands and all that kind of stuff. We just felt like if we could just have a presence within primary schools, year five in particular, because that was a year my, my eldest was at the time. It just felt like a nice age, nine, ten years old. They were they were kind of mentally they were switched on. You know, they weren't young enough where they just wanted to run around on the mat playing playing with dolls and cars and, you know, the, like the early infancy years. But they weren't quite old enough and they were ready to jump ship secondary school and it just takes, you know, it takes on a whole different meaning. So year five felt like a, a an obvious place to start. And we just went in and we delivered this hour-long lesson and it was incredible, you know, uh, hyper-local to, to my town, Hoddesdon, like I mentioned. And we just discussed about what your town meant to you, you know, what did you think about it? What did you feel about it? Is it somewhere that you visited with your parents or your carers? Is it where you've done your sports clubs after school? You know, did you go shopping? You know, what, is it, what does it mean? And then we've done some stuff around, you know, um, being active and healthy choices or help, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And it, you know, the feedback we've got was brilliant. So we've done that for two or three years across all the primary schools in, in, in Hoddesdon. And, uh, and yeah, it just allowed, you know, it just kind of presented itself where how can we expand this? And then uh, I come across uh, Ocado, who have a big presence here in Hertfordshire. One of their main offices is in Hatfield, which is just up the road. And they were really interested. They supported our, um, some other work that your town were doing in communities um, and they were really passionate about uh, just exploring education a bit more. They see what we're doing in primary schools in particular and we just had a chat and they were really keen to see how they could kind of support it and grow it and um, so yeah we were kind of knee deep in delivering this lesson wider than Hoddesdon across Hertfordshire uh, and then Corona hit, and uh, we were told we couldn't go in schools anymore because we couldn't see each other uh, offline. Um, so yeah, we've adapted accordingly, and now created resources and worksheets and free downloads uh, for any school across the UK. And uh, and yeah, you know we're uh, we're doing our our best to play our part. And I really like the fact that you know we're talking about community, we're talking about towns and and people where they live, and I love the fact that the expansion of what you're trying to do came through that kind of personal touch you know mm -hmm. like you say it might be a company it might be someone that's able to support you but mm -hmm. it doesn't come from something abstract it comes from actually already being in that community and that's a fantastic link i think yeah it's, it's uh for me it's it's that's it you know that is it you know there's so much good within different towns you know, within different communities and people do amazing things and you know, sometimes I just think they're harshly judged, you know, things are not how they used to be and this, that and the other. And, you know, in my opinion, you know, things were never how they were used to be because people were saying the same thing then, you know, it's, <laughs> it's how you expand your mind. And, you know, I, I, I believe that you're passionate about education and uh, uh, in particular around how that's changing and how we need to adapt with how we're 
kind of consume information no matter what age we're at and uh, and yeah you know we're just without repeating myself just deeply passionate about taking part not complaining you know I've never seen much use in complaining about stuff it's like okay what can we do you know and these models that we've created or these opportunities like I said we've brought to life has been from that place what's the solution here in my opinion there's a solution to most things you just got to have that willingness and open-mindedness to yeah, kind of jump in, take part, not believe that you're the be all and end all, but you know, you can at least bring bring value. Um and, and that's what the you know, we've we house our primary school work in particular under the umbrella of we are next, you know, because they are the next generation, you know, we're about jumping on that uh theme. Um but you know, the next creators, the next innovators, that they are, you know, and, and and I think too too often as adults sometimes you know, it's justified. If, if you, I'll say that in uh, with a bit of a winch, but um, you know, we we just think about ourselves. You know, and any decision that we make isn't really thinking about anyone else. It just it comes from a selfish place, short-term thinking, and uh, yeah, and more often than not, if we can just promote just to hold tight a minute, think a bit wider, think a bit longer, then I think more often than not, yeah, our attention will shift towards making different decisions not that they'll be right or wrong you know who knows but definitely give yourself that opportunity yeah i love the awareness idea because i was thinking that when you were talking about going into schools just the idea of talking about the community that you live in because like i say there's no need to think about it when it's just there and it's what you always know and but to understand that oh there's people that are running this and mm-hmm. i'll go to this club and there's someone doing that and how does that fit within the school how does it fit within the wider community yeah. and i think the awareness is key because then you start to understand what people are putting in and then yeah. what you're putting in and what you're receiving from it as well especially when you're a child and i think like i say that sort of really literally sows the seeds for everything going forward so so you mentioned a lot of the school resources you can get online and we'll have links to those in the show notes um, of this episode which would be fantastic so in terms of different areas around the country that are sort of taking on your town itself I assume it could go anywhere from that point of view and and is it then sort of adapted to what it is that the local area actually wants to do yeah absolutely yeah so yeah there's lots of strands to it you know we've got the tangible you know downloadable resources and, and worksheets but you know, absolutely, we want to encourage more conversations, you know, about where you live. And uh, although there's a generic feel to, you know, conversations that go on, you know, th- this year is probably the most obvious place to start. You know, we're all literally going through the same thing in various different ways, but ultimately, you know, and and that is it's a bit of a contradiction here. That is rare, but also it's pretty common, you know, as much as, you know, towns are individual, they've got their unique histories, you know, across the board, we tend to be going, you know, through the same thing, whether it be from the high street or to, to schools, you know, and uh, kind of the population within schools now is growing and the inactivity is coming down because of the space. So, yeah, I just feel like, you know, under the We Are Next umbrella that your town have created, you know, more, more will be revealed. You know, I believe that there's a massive conversation uh, that we can that we can have and we can house you know which maybe is a bit more proactive in the sense of just that open mind that I've kind of spoken about and not being so rigid you know not being so we can't do this because you know we, we can't please everybody and certain organizations or places that uh, I've had conversations with I won't name names but you know they won't mind me bringing it up because this is like an ongoing 
thing is, you know, they're institutionalized, you know, and, and they can't make decisions quick enough and they can't adapt quick enough. And so it's not even their fault. You know, they're kind of half aware of this, but it just take time, you know, for certain things to fall into place. So with your town, I think, you know, we, we can adapt maybe a little bit quicker and with the right support, you know, and the right people in the right places, I think we could definitely, yeah, create something really meaningful, you know, for, for the next generation. And uh, you've, you've used the term planting seeds, you know, and, and at that age, that's like largely what all you're doing. And I say all you're doing, I'm not saying that that's unnecessary, you know, belittling uh, the power of that, but that's all it takes, you know, at that age. And if you can be consistent and keep some momentum in other areas, um, then yeah, you know, I think that you know, good things will happen because things are changing, you know, and, and I think COVID's accelerated a few things which we were talking about three or four years ago and people were saying, no, that would never happen or no, we can't do this or don't be so stupid, you know, and, and I used to walk away feeling a bit disheartened on occasions and a few years later, it takes something very traumatic like, like this, but all of a sudden, you know, then things are happening, you know. Yeah, they really are and I think I hear more and more these days about, children wanting to get involved and have their voice heard you know whether it's climate change or you know what's happening in their, obviously in their local community and I think you're right I think that essence of well there's nothing we can do about it the sort of the louder they talk shout about it it didn't seem to make any difference but I think now having a platform to have the conversations to begin with and then like you say with like-minded people in organizations that can support them to see what they can do and you're right we can't do everything overnight mm-hmm. um but what we can do is we can say, but we can do this, we can do that, we can talk about this. How about speaking to this organisation which can move this particular thing much further than we can? And I, and I think it's that kind of all working together from that starting point, which is the way that these things change from the grassroots up rather than, you know, big policy change. And it's the same with education. You know, it'd be yeah. fantastic if we had a, a magic wand and, and schools changed overnight to be very child-centered and child-focused. Mm-hmm. Can't see it happening at the moment, but mm-hmm. the conversations that we have are kind of, but you can do this, you can do that, you can speak in this way. We can learn in a slightly different way, even within the confines of, of, the confines of any system. Yeah. And then you feel like you're empowered to, to do whatever you need. Yeah, and it is. And that's just really. It's a word that I, that I don't use too often, but I love hearing it. It is about empowerment, you know. And and as you've alluded to, I think most empowerment or that feeling of empowerment does come on from you know does come from community up. That's one of our strap lines. Community up, you know. Top down is part of it, part of the puzzle of life, and you know we need to embrace it because otherwise it's easy to judge it as uh, as we've kind of half mentioned, but. You know, forget about a greed, forget about agenda, forget about politics. You know, like I said, what can we do? How can we influence our next steps? How can we bring value to this conversation? How can we be constructive? You know, your town are not building a platform here, which is, you know, a forum on Facebook where any man and their dog can jump on and maybe be a bit negative or quick to complain, quick to judge. You know, just you know, creating something which is realistic in our approach, which is very much can't please everybody all the time. There's some short-term fixes, but there's also some long-term goals here, which kind of are ever-changing and you're always working towards you. You'll never reach that final destination, but it all starts somewhere, you know, and, and, and there's some beautiful things that go on with it within communities and it's just letting that, you know, shape certain next steps, you know, and uh, yeah, I've seen it. I've witnessed it. It's happened in my hometown. You know, it's it's been a spark for something greater than, 
your town, you know, and I've seen some amazing things go on uh, locally here over the last few years, uh, which just, yeah, evidence that I need, really. Um, so, yeah, we, we see where it goes. Fantastic. So you've obviously got the experience of having gone to local schools, like you say, delivering those workshops and, and having those conversations. Um, but can you remember back what was valuable about your experience? And I guess there may be a teacher that you remember or, or something which kind of gives you that sort of positive education standpoint yeah when i don't look old enough it's been a good good while since uh since i was at school so primary school years i can just remember being a bit of a cheeky chappy really and just trying to have a laugh and uh but then yeah secondary school years uh being a proper teenage boy um that sound is too stereotyped but i could just remember my re teacher because she was very pretty uh miss evans and um but i can remember for two reasons really and this kind of shapes my teenage years because they're a bit troublesome uh, but there'll be another conversation uh, another conversation for another day maybe but you know just don't have that positive and negative i, I remember uh deputy head of my school um, i won't name names but he was he was a bit nasty you know he didn't take to me too too kindly so i can remember some <laughs> some stories about him but on a more positive note i can remember mr thompson uh pe teacher and uh, yeah, I just remember him being one of them guys that are there to kind of got your back a little bit, you know, and try to uplift me and encourage me. And uh, so, yeah, Mr. Thompson was a good guy. I still believe he's there, actually, like 23, 24 years later. And he was there years before me because he was uh, when, when my mum was there. So he's still going strong. So, Fantastic. Yeah, the good ones tend to last. That's the hope. They do. And, and, and the theme that runs through, and, and it, it drives me more and more these days, is the fact that most of these people that you remember it's because of the positivity but it's also often because you know they connect on you on a human level you know mm -hmm. they see who you are they can help you they they sort of guide you in a way which is very sort of partnership almost um orientated you know they're the teacher you know that you're the pupil but that there's something there which just enables you to sort of not sort of like you say buck the system but to sort of see what it is even if that's a conversation or an idea and i think that's why I love, you know, everything that you're doing is because, you know, it's people based, it's mm -hmm. um, human based. And I mm -hmm. think when we start there, anything really is possible. Yeah, absolutely. What was the best piece of advice you've ever been given and who gave it to you? Uh, best bit of advice I've ever been given. Uh, powerful question. So the the answer that comes to mind was, uh, I bring Sienna back up again. I have to mention Grace because, you know, she... she yeah, she get the ump with me. But uh, so Sienna, my firstborn, uh, I remember talking to uh, a wise man, uh, goes by the name of Bill, Scots Bill, Scottish Bill, uh, great guy. And yeah, I remember just chatting to him about fatherhood and things of that nature. Uh, like I said, I was in my early 20s. And uh, and he just went, Mark, becoming a dad isn't about giving, uh, giving them what you didn't have. It's about giving them what you've got. And as soon as he said that, it's one of them kind of, not life-changing moments, uh, it sounds, sounds a bit too much, but, but very similar. That feel, you know, is one of them stop moments where all of a sudden I've, I've always remembered it and I can just remember it really shifting where my mind was, you know, because maybe I just fell into a bit of a trap where, oh, well, you know, I'm going to give them this and we're going to go here and all that kind of top top level stuff when yeah underneath all that you know it doesn't really mean anything you know but underneath it always okay who are you you know who do i want to be as a dad you know what am i going to go out and and learn and um and yes yeah, so, and how can i then kind of take that into my own 
way of fathering my, my daughters, you know. So, so yeah, best bit of, bit of advice I've got, you know, given what you've got, not what you didn't have. I love that. I've never heard that before. I think it's really powerful, like you say, and um, and it just reminds me of the fact that we're we're all on this journey together. Like you say, we're we're not the kind of the older people in this relationship, and we know everything. Because, like you said, when they first arrive, we mm-hmm. certainly don't feel that's the case. And I yeah. think being able to grow with the children, being able to learn from each other, and and like you say, and share what you have now, and then you well, then you're in the moment, and then and then you are creating sort of life as you go aren't you like to say rather than chasing something which you don't have or it doesn't exist at the moment and yeah, yeah. so powerful that's fantastic thank you mm-hmm. what advice would you give your younger self now uh what advice would i give my younger self well, do you know what i would probably keep them and just let me let me do what i done you know i'm a massive believer i'm not one to kind of reflect too 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 much um, I do when I need to, you know, when it comes to being grateful and, you know, kind of uh, tapping into that side of things. But in regards to reflecting and well, if I would have known this or known that, then maybe, you know, what's happened's happened. So, yeah, the advice, I probably wouldn't give me no advice. I would just give him a, give him a wink and say, you do what you're going to do because, you're, you're, you know, everything's going to be okay. So maybe a bit of a reassurance if, if, if I felt that's necessary. But, you know, and... And yeah, I am where I am, you know, and on, on the whole, I'm glass half full, um, by no means perfect, but you know, I do my best. So, and that's as a consequence of all that's happened, you know, for, for better, for worse and all that kind of stuff. So, so yeah, no advice, just a, a gentle wink to say, you'll be all right, mate, just do what you got to do. Yeah, love that. Fantastic. What a yeah, really great, really great thought. I think and uh, and and like you say, it's that kind of we are where we are. We learn what we do, and everyone's journey is different. So yeah. that kind of you know, I know you. You can see me. <laughs> Let's just get on and enjoy it. Mm. Yeah. And what podcast or book, film, song, video, or anything has had the big impact on your life, and and why was that? Yeah, this one really made me think. So. Uh, you know, I mean, I think it's okay to, you know, bring up that, you know, you sent this question beforehand just to kind of maybe spark something. And, mm. uh, and I'm really pleased you did because, uh, yeah, just, just made me think of a particular song that absolutely did change everything for me at the time. Uh, powerful in it, music. And, uh, you know, I'm a music lover, but I wouldn't say I'm, you know, some of my friends are just obsessed, you know, they, they love it. But um, but anyway, go back to the point is back when uh, I was with my now wife, uh, very early stages of our relationship, I kind of had a hunch she was, you know, the one for me. And, um, you know, not as falling in love with her without sounding too romantic, there you go. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, 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 you know, don't mind being pretty honest and open. You know, I was very insecure, you know, and uh, I'd loads of kind of stuff going on just like old ways of being growing up very inadequate very insecure like I said very fearful about certain situations and uh, i.e. settling down and you know committing to someone and so all that kind of stuff Uh, but there was a song by The Verve saying um, uh, what's it called This Time Uh, I haven't really heard it too much over the last few years Uh, every now and again it shows up in my place so yeah The Verve This Time and it's all about just kind of stepping into your light you know what I mean, and and not having that kind of fear in between the ears, kind of interfere with your next steps. You know, because you know where that kind of takes you. You know, it's just about waking up and um, don't let another dream go by. You know, and just kind of yeah, it's your time. You know, it's your time. Just just 
crack on, commit, do it. And, uh, and I did. And uh, we got married and we've had two kids and two girls. And uh, yeah, we're married like 15 years now. Fantastic. Thank you, Verve. <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. and uh, and and i think you're right i think music is very powerful and it, and it connects people in so many different ways and mm -hmm. i think it I, for me it's always the the relationship between how it makes you feel and i think that connection with what you know as opposed to like you said i, I love the fact you were talking about you know stuff going on and ways of thinking and old stuff and i think lots of the the arts especially and and film and all of that kind of stuff i think it just kind of makes you reconnect with what you inherently know is true within yourself mm -hmm. and it just brings that out and i think when you know that and you feel it it just gives you that extra sensibility to take that step forward because you can't get it wrong because you know it's right and 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 i think that's really important yeah it's just another way of identifying you know i think it's human beings you know a lot of this goes into the work that, uh, we, we've been talking about with uh, the next generation but if we can identify and relate to each other you know whether that be come from music or experience or whatever i think that is the hook you know that is the kind of the anchor whatever you want to frame it as as a okay yeah i'm here i'm not alone you know there is things i can do there are people i can gravitate towards and um so yeah, music is, is a massive gateway to that. Love it. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for sharing all of this information and, and, and what you're doing, because I think it's incredibly important. So can you tell people where they can find you and find out more information and how they can get involved? Yeah, so I mean, you know, broadly, you know, with all the Your Town work, it's yourtown.community, you know, and that gives you a bit of an insight into all that we do. We've got Your Town Runners, Your Town Walkers, we've got these get-together models, we've got our larger events, um, and then the the education, you know, stuff uh, that we are heavily involved in <coughs> can be found on the main site, but also it's got its own landing page, wearenext.uk, and um, yeah, Your Town UK on Instagram, which kind of gives you a bit of a... Uh, overview about you know, some of what we get up to so that's that and also i just want to say a huge huge massive gigantic thank you to i mean obviously everybody that's played their part um within your town over the years but in particular especially with our work around uh, primary schools and, and all that it's just Ocado and their foundation julie suzanne uh, you know julie just just backing us you're really believing in in us and kind of our vision and uh yeah you know just amazing dedication they've shown especially to support us throughout uh, this year when we've had to adapt you know and obviously everything was postponed and etc so uh, but no just amazing belief they've got so thank you fantastic yeah well thank you so much and i think you're right i think this year has shown us what real life is all about and it's about adapting it's about being where you are which is one of the themes that we've talked about today and uh, and what you can do and we can still help people and support people in many different ways and it sounds like that's exactly what you're doing in in the communities and the connections in any which way you possibly can so mark thank you so much for sharing all that with us today no, brilliant. thank you very much mark Thanks for listening to the Education on Fire podcast. For more information of each episode and to get in touch, go to educationonfire.com. Education is not the filling of a pail, but the lighting of a fire.